This is the interview. The interview every weekday on Radio Now, ninety-five point three FM. Last week, Nigeria's organized labor promised to call out a nationwide indefinite strike if the National Assembly goes ahead with the bill seeking to move the national minimum wage from the executive list to the concurrent list of the constitution. The National Assembly had earlier introduced the bill, which according to its sponsor, Honorable Gaba Mohamed, would allow both the federal and state governments to freely negotiate a minimum wage with their workers in line with federalism. On the interview today, Radio Now's David Chiedu speaks with Mr. Gaba. He starts by asking him what inspired the sponsoring of the bill. Well, uh, you know, we always have problems, and it has always been controversial whenever there is an uh, issue of uh, minimum wage. Whenever uh, they are uh, stipulated and agreed upon by NLC and government, uh, later you find out that most of the bills now recant and say that they cannot pay. Mm-hmm. And why we are worried, uh, I think lots are need to be okay, not to be discarded. And there is no consequences for not... Uh, for, for not staying. So, and at the end of the day, the NLC, the, the labor will still go back and renegotiate with some of these things. So, what I'm saying that uh, it will be a bit tragedy or a bit cumbersome for us at the center to be determining to determine the minimum wage of each state from the center. Will it not be better for the state assemblies that are on ground? that the budget of the state passes through them. They know the strength of the state. They know the resources of the state. And uh, for people that have been clamoring for true federalism, for restructuring, I think some of these things can be done at the National Assembly, and that's exactly what we have, that's what we have done. Sir, don't you think that this bill, if passed into law, would further weaken the resolve of some state governors to pay the proposed 30,000 naira minimum wage on the basis of them having an opening to negotiate what they can or cannot pay? What is okay now in most of the states is that they are not paying and nothing is happening to them. So what is the essence of making a law that you cannot be prevent? What do I say? Well, uh, the Federal Union Five Convention Number no. Thirty of nineteen twenty-eight on the issue of minimum wage uh, of uh, the ILO. But in that convention, it was never said that uh, it must remain at the exclusive. What do I say? The, the convention is there. Then the minimum wage is there. It, it can also apply at the state level. Now that they are not paying. How do you punish them? How, how, is there any political measure against them? Mm. Now, that's that's a very, very serious one there because uh, if there are no consequences for certain actions or inactions, then uh, the people... Uh, some of them will say that they are not part of the negotiation. So what do you do with them? Mm. All right, now... Uh, so, what we are saying is that the law will allow the state to do it. Can negotiate on behalf of each state according to its resources. And what we are saying, the resources that is available to the federal government is analogous with what the state has. And uh, even among the states, you find that they are, they are not the same. You cannot compare it with their labor, for instance. Uh, and even there are other, we we'll say there are several uh, socioeconomic uh, variables, uh, depending on the local particularities of those states. 
Uh, if you look at the cost of living, cost of uh, transportation, school fees, and many other costs, you find that they are not the same, they are not uniform. Mm. That's what we are saying. And uh, that does not prevent other states to pay far higher the states that are adult and are rich. Mm. To pay far higher than the, uh, the, the, the minimum wage that we have. No, that's, that's just the argument. Okay, now, um, sir, the NLC seems very sturdy, very, very resolute in their stance to not back down unless this bill is jettisoned. What do you think about their actions and threats so far? And um, are there ongoing negotiations between the NAS and the NLC? Well, uh, there are parliamentary procedures, and you cannot change parliamentary procedures for any peculiar, uh, uh, for, any, for any interest. Uh, this thing was before the House when I presented. It was debated for more than two and a half hours, a very robust debate. Uh, and the people contributed more than 85% of those who contributed were for the bill with convincing reasons, and it was voted for. And at that stage, it has gone beyond me. It's now the issue of the House. And the House has its own parliamentary procedures. With the NLC and British to me, I said, I don't have anything to do with this now. In the issue of uh, the House of Representatives, whether to accept or not, that you have to appear for public hearing uh, because uh, there are many uh, uh, interest groups, there are many stakeholders that have to do with uh, the issue of minimum wage. So when you come, everybody will come. This is a democratic setting. Uh, there are people who are for it, and there are people who are against it. Then you come and make your presentation with convincing reasons. The committee will now vote. After the process is so long, after voting, it will still come back to the House for consideration of the thoughts. Even that one has to be voted again. If it is adopted, it has to go to Senate for concurrence. If it is not uniform with the Senate, you have to have a conference between the Senate and House of Reps. If, if after coming with a clear sheet in the conference place, you have to transmit it to 36 states for concurrence mm. well, before even sending it to the president. NLC that has been in the conference for, for clamor for democracy, uh, they cannot at this stage say that uh, we should just through the parliamentary processes just to satisfy uh, their own interests. We have seen some local and legal luminaries coming out to support and many, many other things. So it's not something you can wish away by, by way of agreement, by way of mere success. Mm. Uh, we are in a democratic setup. I, I don't know why the NLC is about to constructive engagement than they normally respond to blackmail, to threats, to, to intimidation, to abuses. Uh, and many other things like that. I think that's not the way democratic issues are solved. In every country in democracy, you still have lobbies in some countries that are that even have license to lobby for you. Mm. They can come and lobby each and every member of that uh, committee, uh, which are not even a member, the Constitutional Review Committee. It's at that level that they have to lobby, not not me, not foreign insults, mm. not trade. But intimidation, we have also triggered a national debate mm. on this issue, whether to support it or not. We have done my part. Uh, I've discharged my duty as a parliamentarian, uh, and uh, I it. I was able to defend my own position.
the the National Assembly and the all of us were working for the betterment of this country. So that's just what we're saying. All right. Now, uh, still on this bill, um, Honourable, there's the question uh, of inclusivity. You just mentioned something about involving the uh, labour in negotiations and all of that. But um, like I was saying, there's the question of inclusivity, uh, which many concerned Nigerians say have not uh, been adequately reflected or represented rather so far. So there is an ongoing constitutional amendment process uh, which provides for all stakeholders to be involved. Shouldn't this bill have gone in that direction, you know, in order to foster inclusivity? Committee of Constitutional Review that is headed by the Deputy Speaker. And after receiving all the uh, all the views from the National Assembly, the committee will now call for public opinion mm. uh, for public hearing. And in that public hearing, all every stakeholder, every stakeholder are involved. They send letters to all stakeholders. They publish in national dailies. Uh, they, they, they publicize wherever it can go for people who are interested to come and make presentation on that particular issue. So everybody is involved and everybody is uh, invited. In public hearing, nobody is excluded. When you are public hearing, everybody mm. has the right to come and make presentation. All right. Um, uh, on a final note, uh, Honorable, there's also been some perception by most concerned Nigerians that members of the National Assembly seem to, quote and unquote, cherry pick what propositions uh, that he makes and, uh, you know, favors them mostly. The ones that suit them are the ones that they make. Case in point, this bill we're talking about to decentralize the minimum wage bill and all of that, uh, leaving it to states to decide. How about issues bordering on, you know, uh, some other very pertinent matters in the country like resource control? Why hasn't uh, much been said about it so far? Shouldn't states have that? Uh, there's been this lingering clamor by, you know, some states for it. Okay, uh, Mr. Dede, and uh, just one out of 360 members mm. in this house. If there are other issues, I'm sure even that of resource control, I think it's, uh, as I said, the first reading, is coming for second reading. I don't know when it should be listed. So that does not prevent any other member from mm. make presentation on this. Okay. As I told you, we have senators 409, we have members of the House of Red. So anybody can pick any topic and bring it with his own reasoning and conviction and, and, and facts. So uh, anybody can bring, the, uh, even that very day that uh, my bill was passed, there was another bill similar to my own, that is to transfer the issue of correctional services from the exclusive list to legislative list, but it did not generate any controversy. So uh, anybody can bring, uh, people have, it has been lined up, I think some of these issues are there. The issue of restructuring, the issue of fiscal federalism or true federalism or whatever you call it, is something that can be solved by the National Assembly if we are determined, because uh, the, the Constitution has provided for that uh, if we want to amend the Constitution. That was Honorable Gaba Dati Mohammed in conversation with Radio Now's David Chedu about the bill by the National Assembly to move the national minimum wage from the executive list to the concurrent list of the Constitution.
We are Radio Now. 95.3 FM Lagos. We go beyond the news.